Uh, yeah, you already know what it is. YKTV, y'all. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the, you know the, you know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the, you know the, you know the vibes. Yeah, yeah, you know the vibes. Yeah, yeah, you know the vibes. Yo, you already know what it is. You know the vibes. Third episode. This one, we're going to do a little bit different. Um, I got a crew with me. Um, can I give them the group name? Yeah. So we the Bouch. That's what we called as. The group name is the Bouch. Um, I'm going to let my friends introduce themselves. We got... KK. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what? Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> you would be a subtitle. <laughs> <laughs> you guys trying to live? I'm Lee. I'm Simone. Hey, everybody. All right, y'all. Well, definitely. Um, just a quick shout out to my previous guest. Shout out to my mother for the first episode, and uh, Bianca for the second episode. Um, yeah, today's gonna be a little bit different. I had my friends send me some questions over. So first, let's get to know my friends. Kiana, where you from? Or Key? Key. Kiana, please. Okay, I didn't know if you know. Ilya. I'm from from Baltimore County, from Rider Sound. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. No, I'm just. I'm gonna go around and see oh, everybody. From my man Art, where you from? Uh, I'm from the motherland. You know, all the way back in Nigeria. Where's that at? <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke, man. Ask that, nah, it's a joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My man Lee, what's going on? Where you from, man? I'm from the motherland. <laughs> All the way back in D.C. Hey. Hey. hey, rest in peace, Chuck Brown, baby. Hey. Hey. Simone, where you from? I'm from Baltimore County, too. And, um, Woodlawn. Okay, shout out to Woodlawn. Yo, no, free, <laughs> free and non, man. He ain't do it for real. Hey, yeah. yeah, I really don't think he did it. I don't think so, either. I think he might have paid somebody, though. I think he was involved, but I don't think he did it. I don't think he did it at all. Y'all check out that HBO special tomorrow. I think he's nasty. You think he's nasty? Just keep going. Like R. Kelly? Nasty? Nah, or? Chill. You know, you don't talk about R. Kelly on this podcast. All right, don't free that man, man. I thought he got blocked back up for child support. Somebody paid for that child support. Somebody paid. I need friends like that. Um, <laughs> Why? <laughs> no, that's gonna pay my bills. Like somebody pay my child support. I ain't got no kids, but if I do, that's what they say when you kids. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Anonymous guest. Oh <laughs> now I had a, a question here. Um, and anybody can answer it. So what are you not very good at? <laughs> Anybody? Dancing. Dancing? Yeah. Oh, you dance like a white girl? No offense to the white Not fans. necessarily a Caucasian, but <laughs> I don't know. I just can't move like everybody. I don't got the glow. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Arthur, what about you, man? What you you good at everything? Nah. Scamming. Chill. <laughs> yeah, chill, dog. <laughs> I mean, I'm not bad at it. Okay. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. oh man. Free bitch or tutu. Free. Such a I'm sorry. 
Well, I'm gonna let you think about that, man. Yeah, My man, what's crazy. going on, man? What, what are what are some things you're not very good at? Um, I'm not very good at expressing emotions, I guess. You think that's a you think that's a man thing, or you think like just? No, nah, I mean, I think I'm I'm worse than your average dude. Okay. Yeah. You know, you like I'm not trying to like, y'all and zet you, but you think there's a reason behind that? Simone, what do you think? I'm not, <laughs> Simone. I'm not very good at. I'm not trying I'm to have any exhale. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm also not good at dancing. Dancing. Let's start a group. <laughs> 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 if you, <laughs> I can really dance, no. Like, I can, I can have rhythm. I can bust a mean little robot. I mean, dance. Yo, a robot. <laughs> 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 and from the motherland, so. You definitely gonna have to learn how to salsa or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I will not. Hey, you know, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm a hamster. laughs> so also though, they got two stuff for them. No, if I clap that little, I don't even know if he couldn't salsa. I doubt it. Oh man, that's funny. Yo, don't you teach like African Zumba classes, or didn't you? It's Afro Turkish. Afro Turkish. You want to sign up? Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's edit that part out. I want. <laughs> <laughs> I went off in the lift to see another day. We're going to edit that out. Because yeah. <laughs> oh, they do this in Hey, yo. <laughs> Y'all are crazy, man. All right. What are you not good at? Man, I'm not good at a lot of things, honestly. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of like my man Lee. as definitely expressing emotions. I'm awful at communication. I'm terrible. Yeah, like, I would tell somebody I'm going to link up with them and... <laughs> I'd never link up. <laughs> I gave you, so I gave them a wrong wrong address, but that was definitely an accident. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, communication I would say is like my biggest downfall. All right, so we had another question come in from our listeners saying, "Tell me something that's true that that almost nobody agrees with you on." MJ like, did it. Yo, you're tripping. <laughs> you're tripping. And you I think? Say, oh, no, no, no. Ho, ho, ho. MJ touched them little boys. He did not. He did not. <laughs> What he did? He didn't touch the boys. Y'all don't know what. what you don't did. know that he did it. So you think he beat it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's make it at a point right here. <laughs> 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 First of all, how do you know that that's true? How do you know it's not true? How do you know it's true? The question was, was something that's true? Oh, alright, you're right. Yeah. So how do you know that that's true? I don't. Okay. But you, why do you feel that's true though? Yeah, why? What was he doing with the little boys? Just hanging out. Yeah, like I really, I honestly think he was I mean, just hanging out. Like, in his bedroom, he was childlike. He was, you know, he, he didn't have a childhood. Remember? Yeah, yeah, never. I really think he was just. He had money, girl. He just really wanted to be around kids. Why? So he can play with them. But no, so he can play with them like little kids play. I really think that. I don't. Would you would you send your kid to Michael Jackson house to hang in his bedroom? Hell no. Exactly. I mean, they don't like send the kids to the bedroom, like. I mean, but they let them go willingly, and it was like, oh, I see. Yeah, there's definitely something to be said about those parents who let them go. You know, hang out with a grown man, and it's something to be said about the grown man as well. I mean, yes, yes, but I'm I'm still gonna rock out to I can't help it when I get in the car. Ew. That's my song. That's nasty. <laughs> so you can't. In context, I can't help it. It's a little. It's a little nasty. It's, yeah, no, it's weird. It's 
disgusting. And no, 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 hold on. In that, if you're thinking in that concept, it's a very beautifully sang song. It's a very, it's a very beautiful song. Shout Stevie out to Stevie Wonder. Wonder. Yeah, Stevie. Oh, wow, really? Shout out to Stevie. That's tight. That's a little music. Fun fact for you. Oh, man. I want to tell you every day. Mm-hmm. Um, Arthur, what about you, man? Tell me something that's true that almost nobody agrees with you with. He's Jerry got the best jollof. Oh, word? Oh, nobody agrees with you? I'm sure all Nigerians. Every Nigerian agrees with you. That's enough right there. Well, who, who, who says that they the have the best? The um, nobody. Yay! Well, I mean, I do think Guyan people cook it better. Who? Oh, hold on, hold on. Anybody says anything? Who? Guyana. 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 Like the in South America. In, in, in the you think Guyana or Ghana? Ghana. Yeah, oh, she's Guyana. a Ghana. Guyanese. Guyanese, Guyanese, Guyanese people Guyanese? cook it better. Again, we're back to Guyana. All right. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> it's probably like Ghanaian. 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 Why she gotta say your African ass with some? I just said it. I'm sorry. It's all good. What about you, Lee, man? Something that's true that nobody else agrees with you on. Something that's true that no one agrees with me on. I don't know. I, yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah, that's a difficult one because I, I try. I pride myself on being rational. <laughs> well, I got. I don't have any. Right. Um. Okay. There's something that's true. That one person doesn't agree with me on it's really been bothering me. Oh, what's up? That. What's that? That Solange album is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody agrees with me on it. Uh, who doesn't agree with you on that, man? I, okay, I, I don't. It's, it's okay. It's, it's not bad. Album. It's just mediocre. Yikes. Wow. Wow. That's deep. I never, it's also saying not bad. Like, no, not mediocre. That's definitely bad. Worse. I never heard it, so I never listened to it. Sorry. Not even seen it at the table. Sorry. What? what? I never listened to that. You never listened to that? No. It's not for me. Oh. What you mean it's not for you? You didn't even listen to it. Right. I, I didn't like Cranes in the Sky, so I didn't listen to okay. it. Okay. Please go away. It's a good song, but it's not my thing. What is your thing? Um, what is it? I listen to a lot of Eric Bellinger. You like, um, what's that thing called? City Girls. Alright, well, I'm just gonna ask you a question. Well, I got one of those. That Solange album is mediocre. Just flip it. That's ridiculous. Because, I mean, like, she's she's stretching out, she's being experimental. I appreciate the, the experimenting. I enjoyed the artistry of it, you know what I mean? We gotta move yeah. on from it because it's just yeah, and I don't want people thinking I thought it was trash because I didn't think that. I, mean, mediocre mediocre trash. Trash. I thought it was okay. Is that better? I won't say mediocre. Scratch mediocre. I never said that. So okay. you want me? You want me to add that out? No. no, she said it. She okay. Said it. So Simone, you think her album's mediocre and trash? <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I don't think. That. Um, all right. So what's the worst job you ever worked and why? Ooh. Oh my god. I worked at Pizza Hut. Oh. Okay. Ugh, I was wrong with Pizza Hut. Everything. <laughs> I had to work until like one o'clock in the morning. Oh and no! Like, Ugh. 
Yeah, a bunch of oil and pans and <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just a cashier? No. Oh, so you had to do the back they ate the pizzas. Oh wow. Ate the pizza, ate oh, the wings. No. Garbage. Yeah, those wings are nasty. I hate them. How about that? Yeah. Oh my god. That's gross, actually. What about you, Arthur? Uh mine has to be seven eleven. <laughs> for real? Yeah. Oh my god. Hey, yo. Man, I, I did my time there two years. Two years? Yeah. Six years. You were trying to get your green card back then or something? Chill. I, I no, no disrespect. <laughs> no, why was? Why you work there? I don't want places. Y'all don't understand. I'm trying to get a job or Stop eating this <laughs> chicken from the gas station. Spike, this was some chicken back then. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm I've never seen someone love a higher. All families and just yeah. Like, That's yeah, what I want too. I was a family connection though, so. Okay. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Years, night shifts. Mm. It was just horrible having to deal with the drunk people coming in. Trying I'm to sorry to hear that. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was a learning experience. Terrible learning. Well, yeah. Sorry. Hey. <laughs> what about you? Lee? Worst job you had? Um. I sold crack. That was horrible. Hey, yo. <laughs> I did that for like three weeks. And I could not stand it. Like, people walking up to me scratching, asking me like, inside. Like, yo, I couldn't take that. So I stopped that immediately. Like, I, I re-up. I just paid what I owed. I just, I'm, just, I'm back on lookout. I'm back on lookout. Um, but nah, I'm, I'm just... I'm not joking. Anyway, I'm not um, joking. But my official worst job ever was um, I was an usher at the Lincoln Theater. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And like for like two weeks straight, every night I had to watch this Millie Jackson play. It was called Young Man Over Woman. <laughs> And it'd be like me and four other people in there. Like I showed the four people to their seats, and I had to sit there to make sure nobody was whatever. Yeah. The four people. Yeah. Nobody saw that play, yeah, man. But I did see your arms are too short. The box with God. That was a good one. That's all. Um, what? Your arms are too short. The box with God. It was a play. That's not a play. For it was a play. It was, a play. <laughs> it was actually very, very good. The title would make you think it was like one of those Mama I Want to Yeah, it sounds like a title oh, you know Mama I Want to You know, Madea goes to the grocery store. But it wasn't that. It was. It was. It was a really nice, you know, performance. But that Millie Jackson one was horrible. Was she in it? Yeah, she was in it. Like. And at the end of the show, it would just be me in the crowd, <laughs> like picking up stuff in the middle of their last two songs. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> That's how it feels. That's terrible. What about you, Simone? That sounds really bad. Um, probably any call some job ahead. Jeez. Including the well. company that I used to work for. <laughs> I just don't like. I don't like jobs with a with a um. You always get them in trouble for yeah. small stuff. Like, cards. Yeah, it was just really, yeah, they punished you for everything. You had to be in the queue. Nobody wants just calls coming in. Yeah. They ate all unexpected. I think I like the, everybody know that, that uh, I like, you know, where I work right now. <laughs> 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 I, I, I used to work for this. I love my job. Yeah. I also worked another one for a moving company, and that was literally the same thing. You had to move stuff? It was like the reception. Oh, a call center. It was a call center for that. That sounds terrible. 
Alright, um, my worst job was Denny's, uh, working the overnight chef. I had one time this dude thought I was playing with his food because I kept laughing. Yo, he's like, yo, I, I will kill you. I was like, what? <laughs> I, and I was just laughing because I was talking to someone else in the back, but nobody seen me. Like, so it looked like I'm just back there laughing at myself. <laughs> I hated Denny's. Though. It was worse. The worst. What Denny's did you recommend? Uh, the one, the one in GB. I can't say it because I don't want people in the podcast to be like, oh, you was laughing behind the thing, so. Yeah, I don't still work there, but yeah, let's get into this next question. What's a deal breaker in a friendship for you? It's probably a few things. Um, probably telling somebody else my yeah. what's, what's a deal breaker in a friendship? I think distrust. Oh god. Come on, distrust Dis- is a deal breaker. Uh, tr- I'm not, lack of trust. Lack of trust. If you can't trust, like, what's the deal breaker though? What breaks the like, trust? Right. Is it biting? What? Biting. Back. <laughs> Okay. He's like an old, old man. You're going to translate a for this. Oh it's all good. This dude said backbite. Back back like, what's backbite? Can you define that? Shucking and driving. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Being a child. So he's a deal breaker. You know, a child. So he's a deal It's more of, you know, people talking behind the back. Mm-hmm. If you have a problem with oh. me. If you're a sucker. That's all we to put it. But yeah. What about you, Lee? I have several deal breakers. Alright. The first one is if you're inauthentic and I find out about it. I just don't like to be around phony people. Another one is if you talk too much. Because I like long. Of silence. Me too. <laughs> I thought she meant like if they talk like telling like, people about you. Nah, I feel like I feel like people who talk a lot that's a sign of insecurity. Okay. Like you're just filling the void with oh my gosh, just yes. too many words that are unnecessary. Um, and my last one is just like basically like somebody um, being a liar. I'm not really you know. I really don't deal with people who lie a lot. Definitely. Unless you lie about funny stuff and you, like you, I can laugh at you. Then that's, the, the okay. <laughs> that's why I'm still around, man. <laughs> that was a joke. I don't want. About you, someone. Uh, a deal breaking the friendship to me is when I feel like somebody using me, like, cause I'm too nice. So like when I be like, all right, man, you you asking for way too many favors now, and I still probably still do it, but then I will uh, probably just fall back. Stop answering the phone. Instead of just confronting it, I don't know why I'm not a confrontational person. Cause you were saying that you're bad at communication. That's true. That's very true. Cause I don't have a father in my life, but yo, you went there. We gotta have a counseling session. Yeah, let's okay, let's come back to me now. So Simone, deal breakers for you in the future. Uh, I don't. I think a deal breaker for me is when somebody um, can't admit when they're wrong. Cause like everybody has their flaws and yeah. things about them, like but that. if they can't just apologize or say, you know what, I was, I was being dumb. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Alright, so my next question is What are some things you had to unlearn? Author Leave, I mean That's unacceptable Like, don't let this dude Like, <laughs> what, what do you still have to unlearn? I, you, don't, you don't like admitting anything about yourself Arthur. Open no, That's not true This is about to be a deal breaker Yeah, this is <laughs> <laughs> 
We have an unlearned passcode still stuck in your head. <laughs> <laughs> credit card numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so you got nothing? What was the question again? I, I can go if you need some time. But what are some things you had to unlearn? Okay, come back to me. You go. And this is something that Kiana's on me about every day. I say sorry a lot. Even when there's no need to, for me to say sorry, I'll just say sorry. Like today at work, I coughed and I said sorry. But the reason I coughed is I thought I was just being extremely too loud with the cough. The reason, hold on, the reason you coughed is because you thought you were being... I mean, the reason, the reason I said sorry is because I thought I was, my cough Why was too loud. Cause like I don't want to offend nobody. So what? You know, you're off. <laughs> yeah, but it was like we work. Off. You know, I'm working a call center, so that's interesting. You don't want to offend anybody. Yeah, like maybe that's what it is. Like I just don't want anybody to feel like I'm doing it to be funny or something. But you are. When I coughed, I wasn't oh, doing that to be funny. Well, how would you offend somebody by coughing? I don't know. I guess because it was so loud and like I didn't want nobody. I'm playing a lot, so I didn't want nobody to think I was just playing. Or even like when somebody walking down the hall, instead of like, I'll be like, excuse me. And really, they should be saying excuse me because like they're walking, trying to walk past me. I think that's kind of natural to just say it. Well, that's something I wish I could untrain myself to do. I always say hi to somebody, even if I know they're not going to say it back. Uh, no, that's just I mean, being crazy. You don't need to stop that. Yeah, you should stop apologizing about everything. Okay. Well, I guess that's just one thing I had to unlearn about myself. Anybody else got anything they can unlearn? I would say procrastination. <laughs> how do you, you learn how to procrastinate? You have to unlearn procrastination. I mean, do we did you study procrastination? <laughs> I mean that's that African thing though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, let's can we put a can we put a, a pin in that? I want to get to that later. Sure. Okay. About it being an African thing. Okay. Because I have like this whole theory, and it might be just the mental state where I am right now. Mm-hmm. But there's a theory on what I think um, people, uh, melanated people, don't um, attach sure, themselves. No, attach themselves to the concepts of time that uh, mm-hmm. other people from other regions of the world have to. But let's continue yeah, yeah, where we are. Right. Know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's deep. Uh, anybody else? <laughs> well, I, can, I, I can tell you a few, well, there's a couple of things I had to unlearn, but they kind of all tie in. Okay. To just like traditional roles of masculinity. Okay. Growing up, like being tough and being with a bunch of women and, you know, being uh, ignorant and being closed off to experience certain things and holding on to being too cool, all of those things I had to unlearn um, once I was exposed to different types of people, different ways of thinking, different environments. I learned a lot of, a lot of the survival skills that I developed to um, live in the world I was in, they don't really work out when you get into the real world. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I had to unlearn a lot of those things. You can't fight everybody. You can't fight every battle. Yeah, sure. But, you know, growing up, it was like, oh, you need to fight, you need to whatever. Yeah. But being in the world, how it is now, everybody, every battle can't be fought, you know, and everything gotcha. doesn't need to be taken a certain type of way, and I had to unlearn that a lot. Gotcha. That makes sense. You said that. Yeah, that was definitely deep. Anybody else? 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, cool. So the next question is, what mistake do you keep making again and again? <laughs> go ahead, Keon. <laughs> Key, go ahead. You can take that one off. Can I answer for her? Not here to throw anybody else in the video, dude. All right, so <laughs> anybody that's, <laughs> that's ready... <laughs> what mistakes do you, mistakes keep, do you making keep making again and again? I can't think of nothing. <laughs> Anybody want to volunteer for her? <laughs> what mistake I keep making over and over? <laughs> Yo, I'm not here for that. <laughs> First of all, I'm not in judgment of you. And you're going to keep making these mistakes until you learn the lesson. That's how life is set up. So when you're ready to learn the lesson, you will stop making a mistake. So I'm not going to judge you on anything you're doing. So let's keep it going. So, anybody else? Mistakes they keep making over and over again. What mistake you keep making over and over again? No, no, just want to admit it. I know. Uh, the mistake I keep making over and over again is, once again, not being honest with people. Like, I literally would have you thinking, never mind. Uh, <laughs> Can I say a mistake I think you keep making? So, uh, a mistake that I keep making over and over again. I don't feel like you recognize your value. Okay. Um, I don't think you recognize what you bring to people mm. and because you don't recognize it I think other people take advantage of it Okay. because it's clear you don't recognize the worth that you bring to certain people's lives in certain situations mm. and so they take advantage of you because you're not aware of your power got you another thing I think is a, a, a mis- something that you keep doing that I wish you wouldn't do it. You allow people to make you uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I agree with that one 100%. And you should just, you know what I mean? We, we have our conversations, but yeah. you do allow people to make you uncomfortable, and that's a mistake you keep making. Because you deserve the same amount of respect that you've given to the people Definitely. who are making you uncomfortable. So, Definitely. those are two things. Why you ain't speak to me? Because it's not... <laughs> It's not about you. You so positively to him. I, want you to <laughs> I know. I feel like carriage, so thank you. Speak to me like that. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. No, nah, but I definitely appreciate that. Um, and, I, and we definitely talk proudly about that as well. Yeah, so. and, but the only reason I felt comfortable expressing that mm-hmm. is because we've had these conversations. Definitely. Um, and so since I've already said it to his face <laughs> and we've already talked about it and, you know, we had, we, we hashed out about it. Definitely. I felt comfortable saying it. No, I appreciate it. But that. if you want to have a side talk, we could talk about it. Then I'll bring it into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely appreciate your transparency. So thank you for that. Um, anybody else got something? A mistake I keep making over and over again. Mm-hmm. <sighs> There's a lot of them. It's your but my big one, I think, is with like people in my life. I bring a lot of people in my life that I have to like baby and carry along. Jeez. Uh, so you like being like the mother figure? This I don't. Oh. I don't. I like get knee deep into it, and then I'm like, shit. I'm oh, I mean, no, it's cool. <laughs> I'm shooting off of this <laughs> for somebody. I don't want to do this anymore, and then I'm just like, I just fall back, distance myself. Uh. Mm, that's deep. A mistake that I feel like I keep making, since my statement was putting you out there basically. <laughs> a mistake that I make a lot is I don't take advantage of a lot of the opportunities that are afforded me 
Oh. And it's because um, a lot of times it's like, I guess I grew up thinking that, again, back to that masculinity thing, and but I always had to be cool. So a lot of times there's a million of experiences that I had the opportunity to have that I didn't do because it wasn't quote unquote cool yeah. to do, you know what I mean? And so I wish I didn't continue to make that mistake. But I do enjoy my cool as well, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's deep, man. Anybody else want to go? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, for me, I'll say... Um, Procrastination. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say self-discipline, actually. Okay. Oh you make the mistake thing. of self-discipline? Like, a mistake you keep you making over have, and over again. Yeah, you don't I'm have self I don't, Yeah, I don't have oh, self-discipline. Okay. I know what to do, and then I start and just never carry through. Yeah. Um, and then the other one will be, um, I do look down on myself sometimes. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it's a self-esteem issue or not, but I know I'm capable of doing stuff, but deep down, I always come up with excuses for no reason why I can't do it, even though I know I can do it. So. It's still a work in progress. So. Uh-huh. Cool. Just to pick up what you said about self esteem, like like that's something I feel like I struggle with as well, self esteem. So it's kind of hard for me to like the. That's why I feel like sometimes I lower my bar to be with like certain people or talk to certain people. Uh-huh. Like, how do you build that self esteem up? Like, or like, what are you doing to make yourself like you know, pick it up? Um, I think for me, I'm trying to put myself out there. Mm. Um, so I think one thing is actually recognizing what your worth. Okay. Or what you think your strong point is, mm-hmm. and then, then there comes the discipline part. You know, knowing what this is your, you know, your fault, your fault, or where you lack, you know, yeah. you're lacking something, and then just baby steps. You know, gotcha. Keep working on it. Like I'm trying. Like for me, prior to me coming to the US, you know, I was been an IT guy. Yeah. And for some reason, I'm finding myself struggling to get back into that field right now. I understand. And it's like I'm having a mental mental block. Got you. Um, you know, I look at stuff, I'm like, I should know this then off the bat, but it's just not clicking. Right. So, you know, I try to do self-meditation. Like, Buddha, like, what you mean? Like, no, I mean, just like, more like a self-reflection. Like, got you, got you. Sit with yourself and have a conversation. Okay, okay. You know? And sometimes it works, you know. It gives me the drive, and then you know I start, but then lack of discipline, yeah. fall off the way again. So, got you. I understand. Thank you for your transparency too. Um, anybody else? Or just anything <laughs> like you struggling with in general? Like it don't gotta be something you done over and over again, but something that you feel like you make bad decisions in that gets you in the same position as you were before. <laughs> Free to <the> real. Um, <laughs> Well, no, it's past 10.47, so you ain't made that. What's time? What's the next question? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, um, yeah. yo, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, so the next question is, um, in your group of friends, what role do you play? And that's a little deep if y'all need some time to think. I'm the, um, the person that listens to whatever you got going on. I give you advice about it. I never take my own advice, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's the mistakes that you keep making again and again? 
the previous question. But I'm I'm the person that you could just come to if you just need somebody to just vent to. Okay. I'm that person. Cool. What about you, Art? What was the question I guess? <laughs> In your group of friends, what role do you play? Definitely not the listener. <laughs> no, so that's not true. That is not true. <laughs> I guess I'm like the Joker, like you know, the ones they pick on. The one they pick on. <laughs> That's the Joker and the one they pick on the two. No, two different roles. Yes. You're the bully one. You're, you're me too. You're being bullied. You're being bullied. You think you're being bullied, man? No. You just say you're talking about jokes. Okay. <laughs> you said the one they make fun of, though. Yeah. I mean, not like bad jokes, or you know. It's so just... you the you the butter all the jokes. <laughs> Not all the time. Damn. Not all the time. Gee. <laughs> Let's talk about self esteem again, man. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Lee, man? Um, I think in my f- I play different roles in different friend groups. Yeah, I'll say. Um so mostly I I try to be the voice of reason. A lot of times I am uh, the person who will tell you what you need to hear, uh, even if you don't necessarily want to hear it. And I, I, I'm trying to be more sensitive with that, but I, you know, that that goes for like encouraging and minus and sometimes giving like creative, well not creative, I'm sorry, constructive criticism. Um, I'm trying to learn how to do that better. Mm-hmm. And then also in other friend groups, I'm like the, the parent almost. I take care of a lot of people. Okay. That's about it. Okay, cool, cool. Simone, what about you? I think I'm the same. In most of my friendship groups, I'm the voice of reason. I feel like the people like you go to when you want to just get mad and like crazy and go off, and I'm like not that friend. I'm gonna be like, like sit you down and make sure like you're thinking about something rationally before you go make a decision. Yeah. Um, and then again, going back to the mistake I make over and over again, I think I take on a parent role big time with a lot of my friends. It's cool. Well, uh, the role in my friendships I feel like I play is just the the funny guy, uh, the one that can kind of take the pressure off a little bit and just just be fun to hang around. Make a joke out of everything. Make a joke out of literally, literally. any and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, I think I just. You know the. <laughs> 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 so yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. You know the vibes, we out. <laughs> And just to pick up back to the African thing you were talking about earlier, like, did you want to oh, touch no, on Oh, no, it's kind of like a, it's not really a far out concept, but okay. So what I, my thinking, because I, you know, one job that I do is working in restaurants and the majority of the people like who I work with are white and they're always like, so why wouldn't black people always show up like late to a party or something like that? Well, we came from a climate where we can hunt harvest food, do all those things all year round. So we don't necessarily have that, I mean, time isn't as dire mm-hmm. as, you know, people who grew up in like a, a colder climate. There are climates in Europe where they only have a few hours of like light in certain parts of the year. Yeah. So, you know, harvesting and hunting 
and all those things were a lot more important to do on a regimented schedule. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not necessarily in our DNA. Like, you know, it's always going to be nice outside. The fish are always going to be swimming. There are always going to be animals. There are always going to be antelope. There's always going to be something growing. It might be different from season to season, but it's always, I mean, you know, we came from a place um, where, you know, crops were plentiful, animals were plentiful. We always had, we came from a place that was rich in, you know, a lot of different things. So time didn't mean as much to us as it did to other people from backgrounds where, you know, their situation was much more dire. They lived in caves and other things like that. So, um, you know, that's my, that's my thinking. Our relationship with time comes from. Gotcha. Which is why it doesn't really matter if we show up to a place exactly at, you know, 10 o'clock. When we get there, it's still going to be jumping, you know. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be a good time. Because we there, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that. That makes sense. Yeah, I like completely. Uh, anybody I mean, else want to add? It's 50-50, though. I mean, I mean not, the point he made was right, as in terms of, you know, there's no sense of time in terms of, you know, you got everything there. But coming from the, I have to take back to the African perspective now, it also has to do with, um, there's this self-ego thing that goes with Africans in terms of, you know, so if you ask an African what, um, you have you have a party at 6 o'clock, mm-hmm. and they're going to tell you, oh, 6 o'clock is when I'm going to get in the shower. Because in their head, they're going to be, oh, if I get there at 6, I'll be, the, I'll be the only one there. It, it, it always has, it revolves around them, always has to be around me. So they like to come in with... So this, like a grand entrance? Yeah, they always try to come in with a grand entrance. Gotcha. And so usually that's usually what makes that's where we derive the time, um, African time from, you know, and it's come to the it's come to the point whereas the organizers of events also now factor that into that into the events that plan as well. You see events telling you, Oh, it's at six o'clock, you get there at six being on time, mm-hmm. there's nobody there. Gotcha. Thank you for that input. Um yeah, well I got some questions that just got in from Sister Muhammad. AKA my mother. So, Hello. Okay. So, my mother. Sister my mother. My name is Mom. It's been on. No, all respect. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, for sure. Thanks for showing so much homage. Her first, and so her first question was As a black man or woman, have violence against our people changed the way you do things? As a black man or woman, has violence against our people changed the way you do things? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, a thousand percent. Like, how? Like, wait. Like, I mean, or what, not how, but what, what, what has it changed? So if I could go on to a specific situation, um, specifically talking about violence from police, um, my behavior is all about making sure that the police officer is as comfortable as possible yeah. at, and, and behaving as non-threatening as possible. Like, I get pulled over before they say anything, I turn on every light, all the windows is down. I take them keys out and put them on top of the hood. My hands are on the steering wheel. And I'm announcing everything I'm doing before I do it. And it's unfortunate that, you know, my thinking has to be framed like that. However, I'm trying to survive and get home to my kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I know that anything I can do, I mean, anything that I do that may appear threatening or may seem like, you know, I am um, not respecting the, quote unquote, the, respecting the badge or the uniform or whatever, can end with me not making it home. So I go out of my way to make sure that that officer is as comfortable as possible. And that's ridiculous. You know, we shouldn't have to live in a society that, you know, that 
that's our reality, but that's our reality. Definitely, I understand. Well, yeah, just to pick up what Lee said though, that that definitely, like, even like when the police get behind you now, yeah, like it's right. like it's like a heart attack. Yeah, it's definitely, <laughs> it is a heart attack, and like I feel the same way. Like you just want to make sure like, the officer is as comfortable with you as possible. Like yeah. you're doing everything to make, like you're second guessing every single move on that, even announcing every move to make sure mm-hmm. no one's mistaken about what you're trying to do. <laughs> like you're trying to get home safely, like the next person. Definitely. All right. Another question you sent over was, "What could we do to help our people be valued? Um, make them aware of who they are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Expose them to." where we come from, who we were before we were, who they said we are. Mm-hmm. Um, raising our children to understand that they come from a rich heritage. It didn't start with slavery. We were who we were before then, before yeah. we were victimized. Um, and it's just, all, it's really all about exposure. I, at the end of the day, like it's just exposing them to the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, exposing them to our rich heritage, exposing them to our culture. Which is not taught in schools these days. Yeah. yeah, it's not taught in schools, but it's not the school's responsibility. The school schools are there to teach us how to be employees. Right. It's if we're trying to raise responsible men and women who are aware of who they are and operate in society from that vantage point, then that's what our responsibility is. Yeah, it's not we can't leave that to the school. But to pick on that, uh, that's more like a, you know, parents or a child. Mm-hmm. So what happens where the parents? The parent needs to be willing to learn the information so they can pass it on to their child. Or even even if they don't have the knowledge, if they don't have the baseline understanding to know to put them in contact with somebody who who can. Because that's my thing. Like, it's all about education in that sense. Like, mm-hmm. knowing who you are, knowing where you came from. Like, reconciling, I think, this relationship that our people have with struggle. Like, mm-hmm. we just have this mm-hmm. really toxic relationship with it. And I feel like if we could overcome that through exposure, through education, through history. Mm-hmm. Like, history way back, like, before we were slaves. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's what it's going to take. I think if you start to question everything that you were taught, it would kind of lead you to research. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The next question I got right here is, and this might be a little bit too complex, is does the direction the world is going, does it affect your decisions? If so, how? If not, why not? Um, I don't I don't want to answer first if somebody else was prepared <laughs> to answer that question. Anybody? Say that. Right. Um, does the direction the world is going, does it affect your decisions? If so, how? If not, why, if not, why not? Yes. Okay. But I guess to kind of just makes me want to prepare for myself in position to make sure that my my children are taken care of. Mm-hmm. Is the biggest thing. That's what I was gonna say because I mean my thinking, how I operate these days is um, less about myself but more about making sure that my children are prepared to deal with um, anything and everything that may come their way. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure they're in a state of mind and a state of understanding that um, that they're just prepared, like they're just aware of what's to come and basically shield them from as much discomfort as I can and then also prepare them to be self-sufficient, to be self-reliant, to be um, self-aware. Yeah, just all those things. Just prepare them to be able to deal with all of the things that life will bring them um, and make it out on top. Like, that's my mission at this point. Definitely. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. That whole government shutdown thing kind of, like, <laughs> blew my mind, really. 
Because it's like, I can't believe, like, they really, to be honest, Trump don't really care about people besides himself or his people. So the fact that he'll put that many people out of work, and it's like, man, I don't, and like, even my mother, she works for the government. It's like, I don't want my mother or my stepfather to be in a situation where they're not getting the income, and I can't get the income myself. Granted, I was blessed to have a job that got to keep working, but still, like, I realized I got to start doing something for myself so I can start bringing my own money in. So, uh... That's something I really, even I think with this year, I want to start investing in myself so I can get me a form of income so I don't need somebody else to take care of me and my family. So, yeah, that, that's how it kind of, the world, the change in the world is affecting me for sure. Um, anybody else before I go to the next and probably last question? Um, I think she wanted to have some fun. And she put, if you had a million dollars, how would you use it? I'm going to a financial advisor. So I'm figuring out what I need to invest in. You go. That's the first thing. They I'm can't doing. see you looking at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not on YouTube yet, but you know, so. <laughs> that's the first thing I'm doing. Okay, financial advisor. Yeah. So I can make money off my money. That, that's all you can so do. responsible of you. But you want to know everything I'm going to do? I mean, cause, I mean, if you had a million, like, like what would you, that's the only thing you would do with it? I'm or? definitely not paying off my debt. Why not? Why? Why? I would definitely pay off my debt. Why? Why? That's the first thing I'm going to do. All right, I'll pay it off because it will go to my next account. Or whatever. Pay it off. <laughs> Should I have went to college? Whoa. <laughs> Come on, kids. Go to college. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to go to college, but I mean, I feel like now it's hard to get a job without going to college. Is it? For me, it was a very hard, like, looking for a job or even getting the job I want as far as something I'll be happy I'm with. Say, I have a bachelor's and I still have a tough time. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. But if, you, um, if you're going to go to college, just make sure that the major that you're majoring makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or just go get a trade. That's what I wish I would have got. Like push more in high school. Like go go get a trade rather than you know just go to college. I think the misconception is people actually go to college thinking they're actually going to get in there, whatever they're being taught is going to get them a job ASAP. That's true. Yeah, that's what I, I think that mentality is wrong with itself. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Because there's knowledge everywhere. Um, college can only do so much, but pretty much you also have to teach yourself. I thought college was supposed to teach me. Yeah, I honestly thought college was too. <laughs> I'm starting to realize it's about who you know too. Nobody really it cares is. about, it's you know. It's a little bit about who you know. The world is a network. Nepotism. Just use your Googles. Yeah, Arthur, you should Google that. <laughs> 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 what about you, Art? A million dollars, what would you do with it? Definitely not talking to a financial advisor. <laughs> not talking to <laughs> um, The first will be to you know, pay off my debts. You know? okay. um, there's nothing like going forward, knowing you know you have nothing holding or tying you back. Yeah. Um, but pretty much, once that is done... Why you had the shit on me to make his point? Yeah, I don't know why he did that, <laughs> but... You had a great no, point, Kiana. I mean, you have a good point. I'm not with that. Nothing wrong with that. I guess we just come from two different places. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I just, feel, I just feel like there's nothing a financial advisor will tell me. All right, all right, keep going. Keep going. I said, keep going. I just feel like everything you said was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't doing none of that shit you talking about. That's hilarious. This is what I'm going to do. What <laughs> is? Uh, well, you don't even know. See, so the thing is, he had two years in that 7-Eleven. He was like, man, I get a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, but definitely pay off my debts. Um, invest. Um, Would you invest in it? Not just in a business. Um, that's something I have to research in. Uh, but definitely do some investments, you know. Um, Gotta take care of my family back home, 
and then I make sure I put them in a comfortable place for them to start off on their own uh, because a million dollars back in Nigeria that's a lot of money so um, and then that's all I got sure. what about you Lee? Um if I had a million dollars I would probably you know invest in a couple of properties um Go on a trip somewhere. I don't know, but I, I probably blow a couple of dollars in Norma jeans. <laughs> Yo, shout out to. Shout out to. I don't know. Her. I'll send you a whole face. Send <laughs> you. Um, then. Uh, I don't know. Again, I, I hate to sound like that dude, but like at this point, I've only really been thinking about just making sure my kids is good. So probably establishing, like you know, giving them a couple of uh, little funds, college funds. Yeah, a couple of uh, no, funds. not college funds. If I got a million dollars, then my kids don't need to go to college. We're gonna open up some businesses, yeah. and they can employ some people who went to college. Mm-hmm. But um, I like that. So I don't know. I don't know, but I'm definitely gonna have a little bit of fun with it. Definitely. Yeah. Right, uh, well, you? You're a million? I can't lie, that normal jeans would be. Muhammad, I was joking. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, well, the first thing I'm going to do is definitely pay off my debt because, uh, yeah, I just don't want that affect like like my kids and stuff like that. But after that, I don't really owe that much. So uh, I'll probably definitely like buy something. I want like shoes and. <laughs> but I mean, granted, it's a million. I could buy one pair of shoes. I'll be honest. Yeah, why not buy one? Buy one, though. Now, I definitely want to buy like some like businesses. Like, I love Wingstop, so I'll probably buy a Wingstop like Rick Ross. <laughs> what? A Wingstop? I can't buy. Yo, a Wingstop would kill. Like, you buy they buy the franchise, or you buy like the entire Wingstop? I'm gonna just buy a franchise. I got a one. Oh yeah, I can do American Best Wings. Nah, man, if you open up a wing stop, it's, where's the wing stop at? Why not America's Best? Though? It's a million America's Best Wings. <laughs> Around here, like, open up a wing stop. Why not? I'm there, lemon pepper. <laughs> 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 I just want to make my money make money for me, so make, make me more money. So do I'm gonna do something like residual that. Residual income. Yeah, you make my wake up now team. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what happened to them? I would say anybody ever been to wake up now? No. no. What, what about Amway? Amway. 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 You was on Amway? No, I remember Amway. I remember a bunch of people. What about them girls who be going to Dubai and be having the signs blow out? You, uh, you could be you here. We should be here. We <laughs> should be here. I had a couple what of friends. My cousin did that. Oh, yeah, my cousin from college. I always feel like they're going to get like wrapped up like a Saudi prince. Going to have them doing some wild stuff. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super wild. Hey, that's funny. Man. They gonna all Kelly these jokes. <laughs> hey, yo. I'm an older man who love all women. Yeah, that was wild. Wild. I was like, oh no, oh no. Yeah, like, but if you keep getting away with stuff, don't you think you will keep doing it though? Yeah, why don't you just go to somewhere where it's legal, dude? Like at this point, you got a problem. Right. If you're no. not gonna invest in like you know fixing you yourself. Problem. That's going right. to like roll to Bangkok or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like don't keep doing that here, man. It's not. It's not. Yeah. All right. In all fairness, though, ain't Woody Allen and them all them and the Hart Heinstein Weinstein dude nasty too though? Yeah. And I feel like so we, we gotta stop doing that. Though. That that bothers that. me. That like irritates. Why? That, what bothers me is the yeah but thing. Like yeah. yeah, this person is wrong, but this person did it. Like let's address 
what we're right, talking yeah. about. Also, Harvey Weinstein is a disgusting, nasty dude. However, he's not accused of doing that with like young girls, underage yeah, girls, underage underage girls, girls for years. And I don't care. I mean, not to say that I don't care about his victims, but his victims have a million people rooting for them. Like I care about the young girls who nobody's there to speak up for. Like because if you listen to the stories of the young girls who he's accused of having these situations with, most of them come from like horrible homes or foster homes. They was in the system, and I worked in that system. I know how I could end up that way. So I care about them. I'm, I'm, you know, if an adult gets victimized, yo, you, you know, again, I don't want to speak down on the victim of anything, but um, the people who need someone interceding. Is Good. the babies, and that's who I care more about. Gotcha. Yeah. I was just worried, you know, because you know, I feel like they put certain people on pedals. That's why I was on. I'm not saying I listen to R. Kelly, you know, stuff in the lane of love is a classic, but uh, <laughs> it is like he made a lot of great music, but a lot of his music is sick. So, can you separate the man and the music though? Like Michael no. Jackson, no. for instance? No, no way. Let's, let's finish talking music? about R. Kelly before we okay. start on Michael Jackson. No, his music had hidden codes in it. It had hidden messages. All All of it. From the moment he came out, you write down the names and the lyrics of the songs that he's written, and they were all crying out for help. Whether Mm -hmm. he knows it or not, all of those songs were crying out for help. And it's nasty to listen to, knowing what the motivation for those songs are. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So... I mean, that makes sense. I was just curious, like, because even with the Michael Jackson thing, they try to take all this music off radio, but... I don't... That's not, that's not going to happen. They did it in a few countries. But, like, when was the last time you was riding down the street and, like, the your uh, local radio station that you listened to was pumping some new MJ? Honestly, I never listened to the radio station anyway, so... Right, like, know. so that's the antiquated <laughs> thing anyway, so who cares about what the radio is going to do? However... I mean, I'm an MJ... I'm, I, I'm coming from the perspective of an MJ fan. Mm-hmm. And this new thing that's out, the people who are speaking up are people who before defended him. So, what do I believe you then, or do I believe you now? Yeah. Like, what, when are you asking me to believe you? Because you already said that nothing happened to you. Mm-hmm. So, you waited till now that you're broke and you can no longer do whatever you were doing. And you can't make any, you know, I mean, you, you know, you're just out here not doing anything. And your claim to fame is, I used to hang with Michael Jackson. Yeah. And you're trying to make some money from that, like, because you didn't set yourself up properly. Um, you know, you used to be a dancer and now you're out of shape. You're washed. <laughs> and so now Michael Jackson touched you. I have a problem with that yeah, because before same. you said he didn't. And, and it, it's a thing where it was like, okay, he did it, but now I retract my statement, he didn't do it. And now yeah, like, the well runs dry and he did it. Like, yeah. that's, that's too much. All right, well, this is the part of the podcast where I play Two for Truth. So, um, this is a group of people, everybody right off of Two for Truth works. It's like truth or dare, you just got two truths. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to. Well, yeah, so pretty much it's true, truth. Uh, since it's a group of people this time, I can't just ask one person one question. We're just going to fire questions off to each other. So, my first group is Lee and Key. Okay. <laughs> so, you want to ask the first question? I got it. Yeah, 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 it's true for truth. Any question you want. No, no, not anybody can ask. Yeah, cool. let's, be let's, let's be specific in who we talking to. Okay, yeah, you yeah, can I, do that. I, I have a question. I, I would love to that. start. Go, Go for it. Go for it. Key, my best friend. I love you to death. Yeah. <laughs> truth or truth? Truth. 
when you talk to these guys, do you have plans on like a future with them, or are you just living in the moment? Just a truth of truth. Uh, uh, you got you got to cut uh, deep when you play uh, truth of truth. Bang, 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 for the most part, it depends on the guy. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I'm usually living in the moment, though. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so. Are you gonna add something to that? No, that's it. That's right. it. That's it. That's it. You gotta go to these. You know what? Go ahead. This isn't about me. <laughs> Please, I know the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Anybody got a question for me? <laughs> treat <Nope>. the truth. <laughs> 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 yeah, we go. Uh, truth. Um, why can't you be honest to certain people in your life? Because I don't want to hurt people. I. If somebody like has a certain point in my life where I I hate losing people, I hate losing friends, I hate losing like messed up. So he can ask me, he can ask me, but I can't. But you want to drop names? No, just told, like I hate losing people, I hate losing friends. Thing. Like yo, you let people waste your time. Stop that. Like what do you mean? If if a person is gonna leave because of your truth, then that person doesn't deserve to be, to be in your presence. That makes sense. But that goes back to my father, man. Boy, you're, you're you afraid to lose people because of abandonment from your father. How I'm, I'm, when you I'm gonna sorry. when you gonna acknowledge it and then move past it? I'm just asking. How how old were you when your father? Um, passed away. Passed away. I was like twenty-two, maybe. Okay. How old were you when you were disconnected from your father? I feel like that's been my whole life. Probably like since I was five. Since you was five. Yeah. So you allowing yourself to be locked into five-year-old emotions? Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah, that is true. Very okay. true. And you're comfortable with that? No, nah, no way. I want help, but like, how do you get help for that? You decide. You have to acknowledge it. Yeah, it has to be more than it. a want. Yeah. It has to be more than I want help with something. It has to be. I am getting help with it. There's gotcha. no, like, because wanting something is, to me, the equivalent of when people say they're trying to do something. There's no trying. You're only doing what you're not doing. Yeah. Like, you have to be intentional in your getting help for it as opposed to just wanting help for it. Gotcha. That makes sense. So what are you doing to get past it? I'm going to go to counseling. Oh, you just saying that? No, I really, I always wanted to go to counseling, but due to like insurance not covering a lot of that, oh, it is kind of tough. Pricey? It's super pricey. <laughs> like, a, I think it's like a, a hundred something a session. No, you know. It is, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe check out your insurance because you know. Your insurance don't cover it. Um, yeah. they don't cover the whole thing. They cover a At least for me, at least when I ask. Oh. You might be asking the wrong people. Yeah. What's the wrong question? Yeah. Uh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'll, I'll talk to somebody. Because usually, like, your, your insurance might at least entitle you to, like, six sections. Yeah. Most insurance is like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I got to meet a deductible or something like that. No? Maybe I'll meet a deductible. Not for okay. that. I'll talk to them. That's uh, like an employee assistance program. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got you. That's what EAP means. Yep. Yeah. EAP. I'm smart a little bit. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, that was my answer, guys. <laughs> Anybody else got triple truths? Nah, keep it going. You did so well. You came out the blocks. You gotta ask the impactful questions. Like, you gotta ask questions that's gonna change somebody's life. That's what's up. All right. Well, uh, truth or truth? Let's do author. What are the things that you feel like are holding you back in life? That where you feel like you can't get to that next level? Hey, I say which truth that he? Wants. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> truth one or truth two? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same question. So, <laughs> what are some things in your life that you feel like are holding you back from being like who you want to be or where you want to be in life? Um, a few things. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, I guess coming the background I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the family structure had a place. Um, it wasn't like the ideal, you know family set up that you know people out there have mm-hmm. um, and then and then what I've been holding me back just myself yeah. can I can I just say something because I made it because now I saw and I made it flick. but something that troubles me or bothers me is when we blame like our family upbringing for the reason why we are not doing something mm-hmm. because at the point where you recognize that there is a lack, right, then you become responsible for it. It's no longer your family. Yeah, which was which was my so, second point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I hear that, but I, I, I initially made a face at your first point. All right. So I'm just saying, a lot of times we get wrapped up in, oh, I didn't come from this situation. But the moment that you realize that it, it, there's a deficiency, mm-hmm. it now becomes your responsibility right. to fix it. So we can't blame our families anymore because our families have their own issues. You know what I mean? So when you recognize that your family upbringing was not ideal, is when you now are responsible responsible for changing. And I only say that because I was, and still am in a lot of cases, am a person who just wrapped up in, oh, I, I didn't come up a certain way, or, you know, or, that wasn't acceptable when, you know, in my family environment or whatever. But I need to hold myself so in speaking to you, I heard something that I would say, and I reacted to you because I acknowledged that I come from that place sometimes as well. So it triggered something in me, like, yo, I need to stop doing that because we can't get so wrapped up in blaming that we stay in that place. Because the moment that you can acknowledge that that was a fault is the moment when you are responsible I didn't mean to check you like that, but that's no, good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, sweet. So that's it. Yeah. Alright, cool. Um, I guess I'll just go. Mm-hmm. Everybody. So truth for truth, Lee. I, I would enjoy a soft truth. A soft <laughs> truth. <laughs> um, I'm true for that. The truth. <laughs> but understand that there's a lot of responsibilities <laughs> that come along with that. Alright, so uh as a father, like you said already, mm-hmm. what do you think is uh, one flaw that you feel like you got from your childhood that you bring into your children's future or your children's life at the moment? Um, my inability to connect with a male child. Um, and not that I didn't have uh, a... Uh, a I, had a, I definitely had a relationship with my father growing up, but it became fractured in many different situations. Um, and though he was there physically, I didn't always feel like he was there emotionally. 
And I later learned that was because his father wasn't there for him. So he didn't necessarily know how to be that. But again, that goes into what I was just saying. The moment that you, you recognize that there's a problem, it becomes your responsibility to fix it. And so I've now been taking um, steps of fixing it. But a huge thing is I did not know how to relate to a male child. I have no problems like, or showing affection to a male child, let me say that. Because I have no problem being affectionate towards my daughters. But I, you know, I do recognize that I need to do a better job at making sure my son knows that um, it's okay to, I don't know. But it's just difficult to connect to a male child because of my relationship with my dad. I didn't feel like we were connected at a young age. Gotcha. Now that we're older, absolutely, like we did. Because I understand where he was coming from, but as a kid, I didn't understand. Gotcha. So there was distance because of my lack of understanding. Gotcha. Well, Simone, truth or truth? I'd like a soft truth as well. <laughs> my truth, that wasn't a soft it truth. It wasn't. I'm sorry. I'm afraid you didn't wonder what you it really wanted to know. That was heavy. That was a heavy question. Oh. All right, let's see. So I really don't have a question for you. It's just so personal, you know, you keep everything to yourself, so. comfortable with sharing, though. Oh, so you're comfortable with sharing? Okay. So. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, you know, I'm a changed man. Look at the range, man. Um, okay. Wait, wait. All right. All right. So as a woman... That you feel like you're like the motherly figure to a lot of the, your relationships. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do ne- that's different now that you know that? What are you gonna do different to stop being that mother? You know, I try. I try to like express that I take on that role to people who I meet now, and express that like that like even though I, I turn into that person, like I, I'm also turned off by that personality <laughs> trait. So I, I really do tell people that up front. So like it. it so at least if they are, I don't even want to say a good friend. Like if they are aware of it, they can call it out versus them falling into that needy role and like yeah. me just doing it up until a certain point. So I feel like just over communicating that is, is what I try to do. Gotcha. But I, and I really don't want to keep talking so much. <laughs> but that that's making them responsible for your behavior. No, it's not because no, I... No, but you make, you make a choice to take on that characteristic and you're saying, I'm going to tell them in advance so that they can call because, it out when I'm doing because it. Because it's a thing where I take on the role and then I, like, not immediately, but then after a certain point, I realize it and then want to backtrack. And, like, I feel like that's not, that's not okay. Like, I shouldn't be taking on that role at all. So I'm conscious that I do that and don't immediately throw myself in that role but if they if they see it or even if I see it like I'll call it out at that point and then it's not it's not as weird as backtracking and silent you know like it's it's just an open line of communication more so than please tell me when I'm being too motherly like it's not that all right any truth for truth to me (laughs) no try to be more you already gave me hers I have one truth or truth. Truth. <laughs> soft truth, by the way. I'm just, I don't have a soft truth for you. <laughs> what I would like to know is when are you going to stop seeking situations that are temporary? That's a tough question, honestly. Because a part of me is like, I don't even know if I want one. 
Like I don't like I probably I wanna I want a relationship, I wanna get married. But sometimes I don't feel like I'm worthy of that. And that's why, why? I why don't you feel like the worthy Only because like I just I never really had a successful relationship. My longest relationship is six months. So it's like I don't know if I'm able to do that. And then my last relationship, she got married to her ex boyfriend, so it's like, dang, was I that bad that she went back to her ex or like situations like that, sometimes I just don't feel like I'm so is it you don't think you're capable of it or you don't think I think you deserve it. I don't think I'm capable sometimes or capable and also sometimes I don't think I'm deserving in a sense. Because I had some great relationships in the past and I messed up because I just wasn't trustworthy or I lied. It's like, man, I really probably messed over a good girl and maybe it's just my karma now where I can't get in a relationship in a sense. Nobody. I mean, in my mind, that's what I keep telling myself. Like, you think that's karma because you treated so. people so badly, you think that now it's not. Like, if, if I was to get a wife, I feel like I would probably mess up the person I was supposed to be with in a sense. In my mind, that's something I'm saying in my mind. So, like, say for instance, so every bad relationship I get in or every bad situation I get in, it's like, man, I probably should have never screwed over so and so from New Jersey because she was a good girl. It's like a, you feel like it's a karma. Yeah, because I could have been with her instead of over here stressing about so and so. Right. And it might not, it might be a a young mindset or maybe it's something I need to grow out of. It's definitely something you need to grow out of. A thousand percent. You should Because that's not really how karma works. That's not, not at all. Do you purposely put yourself in certain situations? Sometimes I do talk so much that I put myself in situations that I wish I wasn't in. Oh, you used to do that. I used to do that. Yeah, like next thing you know, I'm in a relationship and it's like, uh, I don't know if I'm ready for this. I think you seek out situations that are. Um, that you know are going to be Yeah, that don't have the. It, it, it doesn't even present itself to be something that would be lasting. And I feel like you're comfortable in that. Um, and I'm not totally not trying to call you out. It's not yeah. a judgment at all. It's something I used to do a lot. And again, I'm calling out things that I did mm-hmm. that I recognize in you so that you don't make the same mistakes or waste the same amount of time that I do. But I feel like you seek out, and I wasn't speaking specifically of romantic relationships because you have maintained relationships that are not necessarily romantic, but you've maintained friendships with people. Mm-hmm. You've been an amazing friend to people, um, to me specifically. But you've been an amazing friend to year, for years to people. Mm-hmm. You've been there for years for people. So you are worthy of that and capable of maintaining that. But um, when it comes to your, your romantic life, it seems like you don't value who you are. The value that you have in friendships doesn't transfer to the value you have in a romantic relationship. Gotcha. I don't, you know, and I, you know, again, it goes back to what we talked about before. I really wish you recognized the value and what you bring to people's lives. Definitely. Because those who are in tune appreciate it and, and, and try to keep that around. Yeah. Um, and then seek out those who recognize that. Yeah. And don't waste energy on those who don't. Gotcha. Well, I appreciate that. For sure. If I guess we just ended here, but um, anybody else got any questions? Any? You ain't got no ratchet truth over there. Go ahead, ratchet, <laughs> ratchet key. Miss <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>, Phyllis. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shut up, Miss Phyllis. <laughs> you have to ask me the truth. The truth. And shout out Queen Phyllis. If it's ratchet enough, I might answer. <laughs> anybody got a ratchet truth for key? I don't have one because I don't. Oh yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Okay. <laughs>
Remember, my mother listens to this podcast. Okay. What's the most spontaneous thing you ever done? <laughs> you want uh, what kind of answer are you looking for here? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, talk about what kind of answer we raised you <laughs> Mother, grandma, everybody that listens, you can now turn it off. <laughs> The most spontaneous. Spontaneous. What else you wanted? It? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, she dead. No vibes. Hey, yo. Alright, how you want to end it? Oh, it's over. <laughs> no, you gotta end it. Cause you cannot end it on that. I'm definitely ending on that. Out. <laughs> how you want to end it? You gotta answer this favorite Biggie song. <laughs> you were really stuck on this thing. Alright, and since it is March 9th and we're recording, uh, and today is Biggie's, it's not his anniversary, what is it? anniversary it, of his death. Anniversary of his death. Man. He said it's not his anniversary. <laughs> what did you think today was? I know he died, but like, I didn't, what do you call that? Like, when somebody died, like, they're death. That's the death of the anniversary? Death. The anniversary of the death. Okay. When I think anniversary, I think of, like, happiness. Happiness. <laughs> so of course today is March 9th So rest in peace Biggie So uh, we gotta ask a question To everybody What's your favorite Biggie song I got two Well more than two okay. I'll just give you two um, We're gonna give you Party and Bullshit Okay Wait I got more than two okay. <laughs> Everyday Struggle Okay uh, You're nobody till somebody kills you Okay Author <laughs> Juicy. I was definitely going juicy. I really like juicy. Juicy's my favorite. It's on me? Yeah, because art doesn't have Okay. Have several. Okay. Unbelievable being one of them. Kicking the door being one of them. Sky's the limit because it's so classic. Um his verse on Craig McFlay being your ear mm-hmm. remix. He opened that up. You know what I mean? Um, things done change. It's too many. It's Can I add? Give me the loop. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like it's too many. Like he, like yeah, it's too many. It's too many. It's a lot. Yeah. I feel like I go through like phases. Like the yeah. songs that I listen to. A lot, and then I'll move on to something else. Um, are you done? Can I, I, absolutely, like, yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's so hard. I think my song right now, I've been working out a lot lately. What are you doing? Google and Biggie's songs. Oh my god. Are you kidding me? That's why you can't you're not qualified. <laughs> wow. No, I I know Juicy. Is he, isn't he the one who said that Biggie Biggie was better that's than Jay Z when you call Biggie song? But you don't know Biggie song. You're not qualified to have a song. I love Machine Gun you're Funk. Not, not, I live for the funk. I die for the funk. I love Machine Gun Funk. Seriously. I love Machine Gun Funk. So this is what we know. Say like the what. Can you let her finish what she was saying? I think, okay, oh, let me just shut you that I've been listening to a lot before we get you Googling a song. Unbelievable, <laughs> definitely, and yes. then Bushacha's been stuck in my head. Bushacha, yes, yes. 
depending on how I feel, I'll be on my who shot you. Yeah. Yeah. That's if I'm with you. You know, you right working out. Mm-hmm. Who shot you? Same here, man. A friend of mine, man. Woo. How I go? <laughs> As we lay, <laughs> we forget she about. <laughs> No, but you know I love Big Papa. <laughs> like you slightly offended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just say like a song that was a single? No, I love Juicy. I love Big Papa too. I love it when you call me Big Papa. Hardball. No. Okay. Like one. Yeah. Do you know who it is? Who the, is this? Yeah. Yeah. Y'all really act like I don't know Biggie. You acting like you don't know Biggie. <laughs> you were looking up <laughs> <laughs> Do I listen to Biggie every day? No, I don't. Okay, so since you, since warning, uh, who was paging him? You said that, thank you. Hey, y'all. <laughs> nah, really, the, uh, yo, thank y'all for coming out to the podcast. Yo, I really enjoyed y'all. Um, you know the vibes. Yo, you know the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all are funny, man. But once again, thank you, Keith. Thank you, Art. Thank you, Liam. Thank you, Simone. Um, yeah. So we up on Wednesday. All right, y'all know the vibes, man. Uh, make sure that you live life to the fullest, and uh, yeah, you know the vibes. You know the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>